coming up on Art Palace. Uh, but I turned around and there was nothing there. Absolutely nothing there. It was just dead quiet. Welcome to Art Palace, produced by Cincinnati Art Museum. This is your host, Russell Eyrig. Here at the Art Palace, we meet cool people and then talk to them about art. Today's cool people are the staff of the Art Museum, who are sharing more of their personal ghost stories that they've experienced in the museum. This is our third year of ghost stories, so be sure to check out the last two years if you enjoyed this one. You guys have some good uh, ghost stories, I hear. Being um, in the gift shop, we're here a lot when the when the museum's closed, and we set up a lot when the museum's closed and dark. It's a totally different part of the museum uh, than people usually even think about as being kind of haunted or spooky. We're in a lot of the parts of the museum, too, that People just don't go. Like, one of our stories is in our storage room downstairs. Well, and then there's columns that are kind of falling down. Then they built a new support column here. Yeah. And, you know, it's just kind of pieced together. Chunks out of the floor. Yes, there are. There are. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, um, and the one wall in the back that's always wet. So that was where we were, um, down there pricing for for holiday which we end up spending a lot of time down there mm -hmm. at that yeah. point and it's like always a million degrees in there it is so stuffy yeah. and mm -hmm. I remember the day that this happened we went down there and it was cold and I was like I didn't wear a sweater today because I knew I was gonna be down in the dungeon and I'm like always sweating so I immediately was like this is weird this is unusual Um, and then I think I, I mentioned that to Leah, we were sitting down there together and I think it was, she noticed on the wall behind me, there was like a piece of paper that was taped to the wall. Yeah. It was like a little merchandise tag that someone for some reason had taped to the wall. And it was fluttering as if there was like air coming at it or from behind it. And... There's not a vent in that room, so that struck me as weird, but like we mentioned, the room is kind of crumbling in places, so I was like, maybe there's like a new air flow from somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but I plucked up the courage to go over and like put my hand in front of it, and there was absolutely no airflow at all. No wind coming from in front of it or behind it. It was just fluttering. Yeah, it was just, it was moving, and there was no, no breeze, nothing. But it was like she said, it was cold down there too. So we're both just like, hey. time to go back upstairs. Did it stay cold that whole day? Do you remember? I don't feel like it was in the afternoon when we were down there. I felt like it warmed up pretty much after that incident.
<laughs> we have some volunteers and stuff that just will not. Yeah. They're like, there you go to A10 like, to no. tag, and they're like, no, no it's okay. <laughs> I, I had an experience outside of A10, too. There's that, um, there's a wooden ramp sort of leading up to the door, and I was standing outside during the terracotta exhibition where I was, like, getting statues out of boxes that were piled outside the door, and I heard very clearly someone walk up the ramp towards me. And I like looked over my shoulder and there was no one there. They walk on it every day. So, I mean, I can imagine the sound, you know, you yeah. hear every single time. And you kind of turn around, it's like, oh, yeah. oh there's no one there's there, no okay. One there. And we felt like even during terracotta, things were a little heightened. Mm -hmm. um, like our gift shop that was at the ex exit of the exhibition, um, we actually named the ghost Henry. Well, there was an evening that it, I think it was a Thursday evening, um, where I was there later and it wasn't very busy. And so I hadn't had anyone come in for a while and I was just kind of sitting there looking around the shop and I noticed that this one particular pair of earrings, the tag kept going back and forth, almost like someone was like checking to see like what the price was on it. And I was like, that's weird. But I'm, I was a little bit skeptical and I was like, maybe it's just airflow in here. Yeah. Like, I, and I just haven't noticed it before, so I moved it to the complete opposite side of the counter and sat there and waited. And it started doing it again. And no matter where I put it on the counter, it kept doing it. Well, can can do you have the video right yeah. now? Like, can um, I? So, yeah, I kind of want to just watch it again because I I remember when you showed this to me. I, I'm a pretty skeptical guy, so I remember being like, sure, what, what? That's fair. Let's see this. So, yeah, you've just got this little display rack of earrings here, and they're all just kind of sitting there. And the anticipation is so good in this. It's waiting, like something's going to happen. Yeah, it's so crazy when it happens. It just like turns and it and it's like but it, what's weird about it is that nothing else yeah. moves. Mm -hmm. That's what's weird. Like I mean, I think when somebody tells me a story about something like this is like you kind of go, "Well, yeah, like sure, mm -hmm. like things move, the air is weird, but it is weird that there's like all these others hanging up next to it and none of them move yeah. and then this one, which is like kind of in the middle too, mm -hmm. moves like it's not on the right. end, it's not on the yeah. and you said that was the one that always moved yeah, and um, the other thing was, was I was like, I can kind of understand maybe because the other ones were like jade and stuff maybe it's heavier maybe it's not as oh, yeah. susceptible to the airflow but there was like identical pairs also on that mm -hmm. that never moved it was just that pair but I couldn't stop thinking about it and I was like well I don't feel threatened by this ghost so I'm gonna name it it's gonna be my buddy and the name that kept coming back to me was Henry. And then a couple days later, I was training one of the 
new staff for the terracotta exhibition. And I was telling her about it because I was like, this is just super weird. And then we had a bunch of other weird things happen that particular day. Like um, we went to turn the register key and the key snapped in half or we dropped a coin and it like fell perfectly in the slot between counters. And she turned to me at one point and was like, Henry's just messing with us. And I was like, I don't remember telling you that I named him Henry. And she's like, oh, no, I just felt like that was a good name for him. Oh, you said that you saw, like, a scarf blow open upstairs. Uh, more than once, there was a um, kind of like a half-bust mannequin, and we had little kimono wraps on it. Right. And every once in a while, we would just bust open. It just, and I'd be like, oh, Henry. But I mean, that happened three or four times. Yeah. And there was not enough breeze through there. There weren't really any doors or whatever. So it just kind of became this thing, like anytime something happened up there, it was just kind of like, eh, Henry. I was reading like a weird Facebook article that was like the most haunted artifacts in the world. And one of them was the terracotta army. And it was like, it kind of made me realize that I had seen an increase in like weird things happening while the army was here and I haven't had as many experiences since they left. Oh my gosh. It's really cool to see if when we have the next satellite shop if anything happens. Yep. Like is it our ghost or was it That's I so never noticed funny. anything during Van Gogh. No, me either. That's so funny because I had never really thought about that either until you just mentioned it because mm-hmm. when you were telling me that story, because I've listened to so many people tell these stories about things that happen already here, I just was like, oh, you know, it's just our ghosts. Yeah, like, we've right. got this. I never even thought for a second that it was, you know, it could be a terracotta army ghost. Yeah, like, and I like I was talking about this with my mom the other day, and she was like, I don't think that a terracotta soldier was going to be named Henry. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> It was like really like Han Lee or something like, and, <laughs> right, and you guys, yeah. the best you could do was yeah. like come to like Henry. When I'm here on Mondays, usually it's very dark, very quiet, mm-hmm. not much going on on this side of the museum. And two different times when I've been in the restroom, I'll be in there and they have those automatic flush toilets. Yeah. And they all just start flushing. And it's happened twice. The first time I ran out of there, totally freaked out. Um, The second time I was just kind of like, okay, (laughs) it's happening again. But that is an odd, yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain. And this is the Great Hall bathroom or? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a common story. Is it? Well, and they would like kind of go one, two, three. Because it was one of those Mondays where it was just pitch black in the museum. You know, so dark. It happened about four months after I started working here, so it's about two years ago. Um, It was on a Monday, and for those of you that do not know, we're closed on Mondays, so 
they turn off a lot of the lights and it's, it's very dark in the galleries. And I was checking in a session number on an object in gallery 122 in the Cincinnati wing. It's, it's painted a kind of a darker maroon and around the gallery is, is portraits and paintings of Native American art. And, uh, when I was done checking the number, I started walking back towards the offices and I heard a weird sound in my ear. It sounded like a, like a breath. So it was like a, ah, in my left ear. And I turned around fully expecting to see my sister there. And uh, my sister works in the art museum as well. And I thought maybe she was playing a joke on me or something like that. She was running up behind me because she saw me. Uh, but I turned around and there was nothing there. Absolutely nothing there. It was just dead quiet. And, you know, I didn't, while I didn't feel the breath in my ear, I, I heard a human breath in my left ear as clear as day. Um, and as soon as I turned around and saw that nothing was there, I just quickly booked it back to the office because it was absolutely terrifying. My most recent experience was in the Asian galleries. Sometimes when I'm walking through the galleries after hours, I swear, I hear somebody walking behind me or feel a presence behind me. Sometimes it's even like faint footsteps. And occasionally I've even felt a tap on my back. We've even like when we've left at night through the Great Hall, we one time actually went down the security and said we think someone might be in one of the bathrooms. Yeah, that was freaky. Didn't yeah. like that. I know. Freaky. I mean, they were. it was like the bathroom door was slamming. It was like probably four or five of us, gift shop employees. It was like we, it opened and then someone bam. And they were like, well, us. they were just cleaning up there. I'm like, yeah, but there was no cart up there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. usually pretty obvious when they're cleaning. Yeah. And I mean, it was enough to where all of us felt like we should tell security that maybe they should check it again. Just yeah. in case. You never know. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Since I last did an episode, I've had another weird uh, thing happen to me, which I don't actually have that many. And again, I'm a very big skeptic. So mm -hmm. I tend to be like a person who doesn't like jump to the, the ghost thing pretty quickly. It was after a lecture and I had left a laptop down in the audio booth of the auditorium. And so I kind of just because I was lazy that night and didn't want to drag it all the way upstairs to the office, I, I thought, ah, Monday, I'll just go in and get it. I'll just go grab it, I take it upstairs when I come in. So it was, it was around 11 or, you know, sometime like that, because I remember there was a guard at the DeWitt desk. And so I went into the auditorium and the first thing I noticed was that all the lights were out in the auditorium, which is normal, but the backstage lights were on. And the backstage lights are on a separate switch from all of the house lights. They're just like these fluorescents. And there are two switches, one up in the audio booth where I was about to go, and the other is backstage. So I go up, I unlock the audio booth, I grab my laptop, and as I'm walking out, I turn off the switch and I can see through the glass that the lights on the stage are now off. The backstage lights are off. And so I come through the door and I'm locking the key when I look around me and realize now all of the house lights are on. 
So like I've turned off one light, but now all of the house lights are on. So I'm like, I kind of laugh out loud, like what is going on? But I also, I look around to see because you can control those lights from a panel around the wall too. So I kind of look to see if anyone's there, nobody's there. And I go back into the booth to turn them off from there because I can turn them off inside there too. So I go in and I turn off the house lights and I look out the glass and the backstage lights are back on now. It just really felt like somebody was messing with me at that point too. Because like I turn off one light, another one comes on, I turn that one off, the first one comes back on. And so then I like, you know, turn the the stage uh, lights back off and close the door and get out of there. And I go to the DeWitt desk where that guard was stationed because they would have been able to see anyone coming in and out of the auditorium. And I say, has anyone come in and out of the auditorium besides me? And they're like, no, no, nobody else. So that was my most weird encounter that I've had. Thank you for listening to Art Palace. You just heard stories from Leah Larkin, Sammy Hayes, Keith Goller, Becky Vitterick, and me, You can watch Sammy's video of the haunted earrings by visiting the link in the show description or by visiting cincinnatiartmuseum.org slash podcast. We hope you'll be inspired to come visit the Cincinnati Art Museum and maybe have your own spooky experiences with the art. General admission to the museum is always free and we also offer free parking. Special exhibitions on view right now are The Fabric of India, Life, Jillian Waring, and Collecting Calligraphy, Arts of the Islamic World. Join us on Sunday, November 4th at 3 p.m. for a musical gallery experience, Shostakovich meets Rothko. Enjoy a performance of Shostakovich's Sonata for Viola and Piano and discover how it's related to artwork by Mark Rothko. For program reservations and more information, visit cincinnatiartmuseum.org. You can follow the museum on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and also join our Art Palace Facebook group. Our theme song is Offrande Musicale by Bacalao. And like always, please rate and review us. It does help people find us. I'm Russell Eyrig, and this has been Art Palace, produced by the Cincinnati Art Museum. <laughs>